Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adiwumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Please listen to this message that was preached at GMI Church and it will bless your heart. Thank you. Some about several years ago, I saw a vision. Think of it like a city. We see the entrance like that that look like a, a gate and a light coming out of that. Is that the one where the light is coming out of that gate? Go to the next one. Maybe there's another one. Okay, something like that. I, I was in a vision, something in 2008, 2007, and I was on top of a mountain in that vision, and there was a gate like this, and, a, and that light, like that, people were coming from outside, they wanted to get in through that gate. And looking through that gate was almost as bright light, the whole city was like that bright light. And they came trying to enter, they ran back. Very soon they are piling up at the entrance, they couldn't go in. I gave that vision several times. They couldn't go in because they, somebody was saying, an Indian was here trying to kill us at the gate. I was on top of a mountain just looking at the drama that was going on. Now as they were doing, as they were congregating at the door of that, at the entrance of that city, then someone said, wait, the Lord is coming to talk to us. The Lord is coming to talk to us. And then from that city, on top of the, of the wall, came doves coming from the city. Doves. They just flew out, and then the Lord also came with them. Doves. He also flew out and landed in front of those people. The crowd that were gathered at the gate that couldn't go in. And the Lord told them that, did I not tell you to love one another? Did I not tell you to love one another? That was why they couldn't go in. Well, that was depicted to me in that vision. I'm sure that they most likely wouldn't get through to the entrance, but God wanted to show you what he meant, why they couldn't go into the door, because they have something missing. They claim to be believers, they claim to be Christians, something was missing. Now, I've described to you that heavenly home. And I've described to you that our glory that we are to get. Our body is going to change to. Because by the time you get to that door, you change to light. To go in. Your body, only goes in you, will just change you to light. To go in. You can put it off. Now, to go in, like I said, without showing that vision, something has to be there. He said, did I not tell you to love one another? The only thing that can get you there is that love, divine love. And that's what I'm going to talk That's my topic today. So, oh, you mean you describe all this just to talk about love? Oh, yes. Because that is the key. That is the key that can take you there. Let's go to Gospel of John, chapter 15. Gospel of John, chapter 15. I'll read verse 12. The only way we are going to get into that city is when we have that love that God has talked about over and over and over and over again. Verse 12, John chapter 15. This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. I want her to sink in 
Because it showed to me in that vision that they couldn't go in through that door into that light. Because he said, didn't I tell you to love one another? See, this is my commandment that you love one another, even as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. John chapter 13, let me read verse 34 and verse 35. John chapter 13, Gospel of John. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. If ye have love one to another. God is talking to your heart now. I said, the glory that we are talking about, God wanted to show in you the glory just to our body going to be glorified. And the city that he has prepared for those who made it. What can you trade for it? I remember a pastor preached something recently. He said, what is your price? What is your price? How much can you be offered to go with Satan to hell. Anybody? You have a price? How much? Satan dangles some things in front and say, when you want to catch a fish, you dangle a wall on a hook. And the fish, and you got him. Satan dangles some things in front of some people. It could be money. How much will he dangle before you for you to go with him to hell? A million dollars? A billion? What about 200 billion? Or presidency of America? You know, there's an accusation, you know, this, uh, this is called a conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. They were accusing these presidents that these people have, uh, they were in uh, what we call secret courts. That is Illuminati, that these people, they accuse people like Obama, people like George uh, Bush, that they were members of this secret cause. What does that really mean? That they have sold themselves, that if you just can make me the president, they will serve him. Maybe that's why they are making laws to make the homosexuals marry one another, and you wonder what's going on in America. Well, whether those things are true or not, how much can the devil dangle before you that you go with him to hell? Or what kind of trail is worth? I remember saying this to someone, I said, people say, sex, 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 they want to have this. What trail that you think you can go to hell for that trail? Is that sex thrilling you enough that you rather take this sex just because you and sell the soul? What truly is it in it that we make you go to hell with Satan? Some people, the devil does not even dangle anything. They just live for the devil. Well, you promise some people some money, you promise some people presidency, and some people, you even promise them nothing. They just go because that means they belong to him anyway. Well, of course, if they belong to the devil, they don't need any, any prize. They just go with him. Christ said, what does it profit a man if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Will you lose this great glory? 
or some trail that the devil is dangling in front of you, alcohol or yeah, you, or party, drinking alcohol, sex, or will that make you lose this thing? Will that make you lose this thing? This glory we are talking about, this glorification of our body to light. What is your price? The devil promised Jesus. He said after he gave him the first temptation, and the devil, Jesus didn't buy his awareness. He said, I'm thinking of it that the devil just said, oh, well, let's just go straight to the point. Jesus, let's go straight to the point. Stand right here. See all his glory. See all the cities. New York, Paris, Light, everything. See them? I will give you rule over them. They will be all yours. You will be controlling them. Let's sign the agreement and just bow down and worship me. You said, Is that the ultimate price? Well, that's called pride of life. Will you buy and give up all this heavenly kingdom for that? He has not even promised you that. He promised that to Messiah. Messiah said, Get me behind me, Satan. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. Animal shall thou serve. So, what is the devil promising you that you want to give up all this beautiful city, this glorification. Let me make you, let me come and bring that to our level because sometimes people say, well, yeah, I, I will never do that. I will never bow to the devil. But are you already bowing down to the devil? Anything that you do not want to give up, anything that you don't want to give up for Christ is as simple as saying, you are trading this beautiful glory for that thing you don't want to give up. What is that thing that you are holding dear that you don't want to give up? It could be pride, your ego, the unforgiveness that this man hurt me. I will never forgive him. When you know that unforgiveness is taking people to hell and lake of fire, unforgiveness. So what can somebody that hurts you so bad and Jesus Christ said something. Jesus Christ said, don't, fear, don't be afraid of a man that can kill the body and not touch your soul. He said, just be afraid of he that can kill the body and also destroy the soul in hell. Which is God. Now, if you say somebody hurt you so much that you are not going to forgive that person and you refuse, you know what you are doing? You are letting that person send you to hell. Why? Because you are not forgiving the person and unforgiveness will send you to hell. How can you let anybody rob that insult upon injury and send you to hell also after, after, after making hurting you so much? So you know that if you don't obey Christ because of something you are holding on to, it's like trading this beautiful thing we just described for that thing you are holding on to. It's whatever it is. Whatever it is. Think of it like somebody say, well, gee, I want to clutter, I want to declutter my house. And you say, declutter, oh yeah, take everything out. I don't this they are cluttering me. But don't touch these jewelries. And I don't want to declutter that. That's like saying you don't want to, it's almost like if you are trying to say, I don't want to give up this thing because I just can't. That means you are trading this beautiful thing we are describing for that thing you are holding on to. So what is that price that you are ready to pay, that you are ready to get to give up heaven 
and this beautiful city that God is promising you. So that's why he said the only solution is the way to get there is that love. So what is going to hinder your love for him? Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and see what God said will let us go in. The unconditional love is what people like to describe it to me, not this other thing that sometimes we think is love. The unconditional part. He hurt me, but I'm forgiving him. This fellow did something that I'm forgiving him from the bottom of my Why? Because how long to me is that beautiful city? First Corinthians chapter 13. He said, what is your price? The devil wants to give you that price so that you can go with him to hell. He said, I'm not going with you to hell. No matter what the devil is dangling in front of my face. God is saying, this is what will get you in there. Divine love. He said, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love. I'll be like sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Even if I have gifts of prophecy, mysteries, understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and have the faith, I can remove mountains. If I don't have love, it's like I am nothing. You say, well, gee, everybody talk about that, but you see, I'm bringing it down to a level that if you have something in your heart against somebody, then that love is missing. Means I love everybody else except this fellow. He hurt me so much. I can't. Then you and Christ said you must have love for everybody. Are you trying to say that hatred for that fellow is worth more than heaven? You have to compare the two. Say, are you going to hold on to this just to get rid of that? Because the devil will give anything that you will buy from him so that he can take you with him. But you have to tell yourself what is worth more. That's how Apostle Paul said, there's no glory can be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. There's no glory in this planet that can use to compare with what God is bringing. That you can say, well, I will take this instead of that. No, I don't see it. And he described what love and Christ said, I did not say you love for another. That is the entrance to that city. And that's why I'm describing what he called love here. In verse 3 of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, he said, Though I bestow my goods to feed the poor, it's not the giving of the money to the poor. Though I give my body to be burned, he said, You can still not have this love. He said, If you profit me nothing, he said, Love will suffer long. Love. Now he's describing love. The love suffered long. It's this unconditional love that God has for mankind. That people are spitting on his face, he's still loving mankind. It's a day of reckoning coming, of course. The day of judgment is coming. But right now, love everybody. Even if you stumble and fall, stand up again and say, I will love. I will show. Why? Because I don't want to miss that heaven. I don't want to lose that glory. He said, this is the only thing that can get us there. Love will rapture the bride. He said, it suffers long. It's kind. Envied not. Vaunted not itself. It's not puffed off. It's not rude. Does not behave itself unseemly. Does not seek our own. It's not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. He said, this love will bear all things. He said, I can't bear it anymore. That's why they are separating. 
Well, if you look back, you say, Lord, bear it out in you. You can be angry and endeavor, you remember who you are. You come back to this and say, hey, Lord, I will bear this for Christ's sake. I will bear this for this city's sake. I don't want to lose that glory. The Lord believeth all things and hopeth all things and endures all things. See, this love never fails. Love, this love never fails. And Christ said, didn't I say if you love one another? That's the only way we get through that door to that city that has been described for us. First John chapter 4, Epistle of John, First John chapter 4, verse 4, chapter 4, verse 7 and 8, as I wrap it up. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another. For, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, verse 8, say knoweth not God. Say so if you love not, say so you know not God. For God is love. This is the unconditional love we are talking about. Unconditional. That say, help me but I forgive. From the bosom of my heart, I'm not holding him or her to it. Remember that. And God, chapter 4 verse 16 of that first John describe what love, this love really says. We have known and believed the love that God has to us. God himself is love. You see why you cannot get through the door unless you have love? See, God himself is love. And God is light. And that light in that city, the Bible said in chapter 22 that the, there's no need for sun in that city. No need for the light of the sun or the light of the moon. Because God himself is the light. God is light. The city itself is lighted by the light of God. So for you to get in there, you better be clothed with God, inside in God, outside with God, you have to have that love because God is love. Amen. That's what he says in verse 16. See, we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And God in him. God is love. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. That is where we are going to wrap up this message. After you have heard this, I say, what are you going to trade for that city? That bitterness, you want to hold on to it? That fellow that hurts you so badly, are you going to hold on to it? You cannot forgive this one. Let God take his heaven. What is the price that you are willing to accept from the devil to go with him to hell? Think about it. And let's stand up. Let's stand up. I don't want to lose that beautiful city or the glorification of our body. When our body shall glow as light, appear and disappear on this planet i want to go to mars you just appear there oh i have a friend that is in your jupiter you just appear there that is the glorification on top of that is the beautiful city streets of gold i've not even described that you can read that yourself 
The streets of gold. This gold is, is what they call it's as clear as crystal. You can see through everything. There's nothing to hide. You'll be seen through houses and walls. That is what God is preparing for us. But are you going to trade that for some flimsy thrill on earth? What is that thrill that the devil is trying to make you to accept, to give up that side so that you can go with him? Young people, what is the thrill? This is money, old people. Some business, some business contracts. Just give me the kickback. Is anything that is going to be seen, are you going to trade that for this beautiful city? Some bribe, corruption, I, just, I must get this contract. I must get this contract. Just sign this thing. Give them the bribe. Whatever is the sin, are you ready to trade it for this beautiful city? Or the sin of uh, immorality, all those type of things. Do you like those trades so much that you are ready to trade those for this beautiful city? It's a solemn thing if you think about it and say, Lord, I don't want to miss that glorification of mankind. We are supposed to say our body is groaning for that redemption of our body. And it looked like, oh, it's so far. I talked to an old man one time. I said, gee, you, he, he was asking me, he said, you can enjoy this world. And, and I said, when he was trying to, he was, that fellow was trying to win people to join them in the occult. And, and I told him, I said, why will you lose your soul for this thrill, whatever the occultic power you're going to get or whatever thing you're going to get from the devil? And the man said, well, nobody has gone back there and come back to tell us uh, whether those things are real. And so that's why you want to enjoy this world now? I said, we have gone back there and come back. We are telling you the truth. It is real. He said, but nobody will enjoy this part and enjoy that part, so we better just enjoy this one. I said, wait a minute. We are going to enjoy this one because what is the enjoyment? It's not this sin. To fellowship with angels, to pray, and the fellowship we have with God and with angels in love alone. You may say, well, there are some suffering and those are nothing. That's why Apostle Paul said, all the afflictions of this world are nothing to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us, my brethren. So don't think of anything you can suffer in this world as so much suffering. It's nothing, it's nothing compared to what you are seeing God is preparing for us. So let's come and ask Jesus Christ to help us for that grace. And Lord, I want that grace to press on. I don't want to lose that glory. And if you want to signify that, I don't know what you are talking about. You want me to pray with you? Come forward. If you have not been born again, you, you have not given your life to Christ. You just need to, to get the first step in into Christ so that you can be on your way to that city. That is what we call being born again. Come, let me pray for you. But if you have dipped your hand in sin, you have been playing with, with ungodliness. You have been playing with immorality. You have been playing with all those vices. And it doesn't look like you're on that way. I was talking to somebody, I went to to Albasi. And I talked to this guy and he, and he said, look, talking to him about Christ, he, look at, he said, look at my tattoo. So I didn't know what he meant. I said, well, does that mean you are so bad? 
and I saw the tattoo, there was a cross on it. I said, well, does that mean that by that cross you are, you are, you are making, you are trying to change? He said, oh, that cross is, up, is up, upside down. I said, oh, would that mean that you are so bad? So he said, oh, he said, I'm a cheat. A cheat. It does not go anywhere. So I went back and gave it a cross. I said, well, here I have a, a, a tract. So I want to give you this tract. So that when we meet on the other side, I will say, I told him. One black guy, he will say, are you from Nigeria? I said, yes. One black guy gave me this thing, and, and you can't go back when you cross to the other side. What I'm trying to say is, if you have not made your peace with Christ, you can come, let's pray with you right now. And we pray with you. And if you have deep yourself in sin, you need to repent. You don't want to trade all those trails for this beautiful city. Maybe you need to come, let's pray with you also. Otherwise, everybody else pray. Just talk to the Lord yourself now. Just talk to the Lord. Like a salesman, I present to you that beautiful city, that glory of mankind, the glorification of our body. Like Christ has promised us, in my Father's house are many mansions. Even if it is physical kingdom, if it is the physical universe, it's worth it all. Not to talk of the invisible universe that I have not even described. Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard. Neither has it entered the heart of man what God has prepared for them that love him. The prophets have been saying that for thousands of years. The Apostle Paul said, now he's revealing to us the prophets through the Holy Spirit. We're now seeing it. That's why I've described many things. Even by knowledge of science, we are seeing that these things are all there. Whether they can't see it or not, I can see some of those things. They are there. Now, talk to the Father and say, Lord, help me not to put my hands in the sin, not to delve into all the morality of godliness. I don't want to trade anything for this kingdom, for this glorification. Don't think we're still 1,000 years to come. The day you cross over, that's when it begins, whether you make it or not. The day you cross over from this side. If you cross over by death, that's it. You cannot come back and say, oh, let me go back and do something right. So you better live for him now and live right. So don't think it's 1,000 years to come. So talk to the Father. Father, we thank you and we praise you and we worship you, Lord. Thank you for what you have prepared for us and you call us to come unto you. He said, Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give to every man as calling as their works shall be. And you have said in your word, Lord, you say, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter him through the gates into the city. Now, he said, without, these are the things that I said I will come back to. Without, those that will not be able to go in are the dogs. So you think about it, am I behaving like a dog? And the sorcerers. Are you behaving like a sorcerer? If you call somebody in your heart, you don't wish good for anybody for whatever reason. You are falling into that category of sorcerers. And Christ is saying without, that is they won't be able to get to that city, dogs, sorcerers. Oh, mongers, those are all the sexual immoralities, call it whatever you can call it. And murderers, hateful, hate. That unforgiveness we classify under murderers. Idolaters, those who don't worship God and they worship every other thing. They've been worshiping yourself. 
you can say it's a self-image. You may be worshiping yourself. Idolaters. And whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, he Lord, help us. So they will be without, they can't get to that city. I, Jesus, have sent my angel. And this another angel that is sending right now. Uh, we are the servants of God. Say, my servant, you can use servant there to testify unto you these things in the churches. That I am the root and the offspring of David. And the bright and morning star. Amen. Talk to Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Say then the bride and the spirit say, Come, come, Lord Jesus. So talk to Jesus and say, Lord, help me. Anything the devil is dangling before me, I reject it, Lord. The devil promised Jesus Christ everything. Just to bow and worship and give up this thing that's still. Christ said, get thee behind me. So you take devil right now, get thee behind me, Satan. I'm not following the devil, I'm following Jesus. No matter what it costs, I'm following Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. I will worship you, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you give every one of us the grace to follow to the end and never trade anything. No matter what the devil is dangling before us, we won't trade it. We won't trade this heaven for, this, for, the, for the trees or the place of this world. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. Well, give God the glory. Give God the thanks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we are going to go into the. You can see that. Let the, the praise team come back. Praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adewumi. I want you to write to me and I will send you some literature that will be edifying to you. If you have access to the internet, our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org. You have to spell that one out, gospeldistribution.org. Gospel distribution is one word. www.gospeldistribution.org. And you can send us email on the internet. Our email address is webmaster at gospeldistribution.org. Webmaster at gospeldistribution.org. And you can also read all our literature on the internet freely. God bless you. And see you, we'll see you again next time.